Hi everyone, I'm Pat. And I'm Darcy. Welcome to the Pod of Terror. Darcy, I think you may have heard this story before. It's actually from southwest London. I believe it's Brixton, to be precise. I'm not too far away. Yeah, so have you heard about the Met police officer who tasered a 10-year-old twice? Yes, I did hear about that. <laughs> I mean, it's it's funny, but it's not really funny, but it was it's kind, kind of, of yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just um, the other day in the news, it came out that obviously the whole investigation, gross negligent, or yeah. whatever it was called, you know, the whole thing was a thing. Uh, but he was actually cleared of any wrongdoing because the girl um, threatened her mother with a hammer and garden shears. And when the police got there, she basically threatened them with garden shears and started running upstairs. Yeah. So the guy was like, uh, okay, I guess today is the day when I taser a child. <laughs> a child. A 10-year-old. That cannot have been a fun decision for him to make. But um, no, I, mean, I think at that point it was necessary, wasn't it? Because the kid was out of control. Uh, she was, yeah. yeah. So she was completely out of control. And yeah. as she, she basically what happened was she was running up the stairs from the police. Yeah. And she had garden shears. And she was running for her mother, I suppose. So he was like, fuck, now is the time. Yeah. So he tasered her twice because the first time didn't kind of work. So oh, he damn. Did it. Yeah, I know. But is this child the Terminator or something? <laughs> I don't know. But um, she, uh, yeah, so he had That's to... how crazy angry the kid must have been that the first days didn't even work on Do you know what I mean? So, like, the weirdest thing about this is apparently there's, like, a little talk that she might have been, may have been on edibles. Bro, South London. Are you okay there? <laughs> really? I don't know. Oh, no, I don't know what's going on. But basically, you know, they're like, oh, how dare you taser a child? But then the whole, you know, inquiry happened yeah. and all of that. And he was actually cleared. So who, of any who called um, the, the mother? The mother called the police. Yeah, but then the mother, yeah. in, like during the, you know, inquest or whatever, yeah. she was like, well, I thought they would solve it verbally. It's like, motherfucker, she's running after your you with kid, a hammer. Yeah, your own kid, you can't seem to solve it verbally. Yeah. You expect strangers to come in and sort it out. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like, come on. Come on, bro. So it, they did solve it, just not verbally. Exactly. Yeah. And they did what they had to do. I don't, I, I think I, I know what you're talking about. And at the time, I don't think the police, uh, I think most people are in favor of what the police did because yeah. it seemed like it was the only kind of option for him. It seemed like the smartest thing to do. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. safest. Like, yeah, it's safest, not ideal. Yeah, but with a hammer and garden shit, yeah. even a 10 year old can Seriously, do enough damage. Seriously, where does a kid has the balls to do this? I could not even imagine if I did something like that to my mom, you know, I'm dead, right? <laughs> like, I, there's no chance. <laughs> oh, no. Um, Our parents would never have allowed us to behave that way. My mom not- would just like, triple kicked me and be like are you are you serious uh, yeah, like, are you for real are you really doing yeah. that but you know um south of the river good luck to you guys i'm, I'm glad you <laughs> <clears throat> we're not north of the river at all no that's not where we are <laughs> anyway what have you got for us today yes i've got a story for us today guys um we're actually going to ontario canada Ontario. Ontario. I thought I said that <laughs> wrong. I've never actually been to, like, I've never done a story in Canada. I think this is my first one. Mm. But yes. Uh, Canada, it, lovely, lovely place. Yeah, you've been and you Twice loved it, didn't you? Oh yeah. my God, I would move tomorrow if it wasn't for the stupid taxes bullshit that they've got. And also the fact that they don't actually want me there very much. <laughs> you know, they're not that keen on immigration from here. Not with my qualifications anyway. That's a whole other story going worldwide right now. But yes, so we're going there and we're going to a city called Osha, which is like, which sits on the Ontario River or lake. And it's, uh, it's about like 40 miles from Toronto. So it's not too far, but uh, it's also known as a safe place to live and have a family. So crime rates are quite low. 
I think, uh, and because of the Ontario Lake, the Osho Harbour, um, it's like there's a lot of activities you can do there, you know, including, and probably most importantly, fishing. Uh, it's yeah. big there. So yes, yeah, so one, so on a Monday evening, on the 11th of September, 2017, a grandpa of grandfather and his 11 year old grandson were fishing by the harbor and they spotted something floating on the river like on the water um, uh, i never want to spot anything on the river no i just want to spot fish that's what i want to see literally no thank you i doubt i think 99 percent of whatever you spot in the lake or the sea or the ocean is it's probably dodgy. not going to be a good thing no yes <laughs> it's not going to be a mermaid it's not going to be way. treasure as <laughs> much as we want it to be yeah no so, yeah, and they spotted something and it was like floating on the waters, going up and down and everything. So they checked it out and then they called, they soon called the police because they realized that it was a torso. Oh, yeah. oh no, I don't, I don't like it when it's not even a whole body. You know what I mean? That's even worse. Yes. And the police get to the harbor to recover the torso and they did and they see, and then they also tried to see if they can find anything else there. While awaiting for the DNA results, they did an autopsy on the body part they found, and uh, uh, and it came back inconclusive, which what? I think is because there's it's just a torso. It's just a torso. It could be, there's nothing I mean, else there, really, isn't it? Unless there's a I don't know a stab wound in it or gunshot wound, no. then there's not much you can tell from just a torso. Exactly, is there? and and they believe the victim suffered trauma. Yeah, obviously to their fucking limbs. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> to every single part of their body, like literally nothing but the torso. So think I love that. it. Like oh, they're. You know, everything is missing. No head, no arms, no legs. Oh, they suffered trauma. No <laughs> shit. No shit. Exactly. <laughs> but they weren't sure how the person was killed because, yeah, again, it just didn't show. It's hard to tell at, the, at that particular moment. Now, about two months later, they identified the victim as 18-year-old Rory Hashe, who was pregnant at the time. So, oh, it's a yeah, woman. It was a woman. And uh, she was murdered, obviously. <laughs> Around two weeks before the torso was found, she was reported missing. Right. Okay, so two weeks she's missing, then this, this body this part comes over. Now, yeah. uh, Rory, unfortunately, had some drug troubles. Um, she was taking crystal meth, and she had been homeless for a while. But uh, Rory was, she was trying to change her life. She was making small, small changes. She was pregnant, She you know, just before she went missing. So I think that, in, like, in uh, intense... In, in incentivized Incent oh my god i can't say it now incentivized incentive oh my oh. goodness anyway incentive incentive that was incentive incentivized is encourages encourage <laughs> i like that word it it's encouraged an easy word. her to like you know try and slowly change her life and everything and she was making these changes and it was actually her guidance counselor who reported her missing so she was seeking help and everything, and um, it was a bit unfortunate. Now, she comes from a biker family. Her granddad was actually part of a bike group, and he was also a boxer for Canada. Oh, and wow. her uncle, was at, he was one of the Hells Angels. Oh. Yes. So, uh, actually, a few days before she was reported missing, Rory's friend and her friend's mum, they took her into hospital, and she was described as having some kind of mental episode or some breakdown. A little bit of CCTV footage I saw showed somebody that was a little bit, like, not... Something's happened. Yeah, she wasn't, yeah. like, fully there. She wasn't in control of her situation. And uh, they they left her there, and uh, CCTV shows that she waits. Uh, she was waiting around for about 15 minutes before she just walked out on her own. 
And uh, it's a bit of a shame because if she had stayed a little longer or if somebody had seen her uh, while she was waiting, then there's most likely what happened to her, the situation that happened to her would not have happened to her, most likely. Because she would, might have had the help she needed from I mean, it's just, Yeah, it's a shame. It's hard to but say, but, it, you know... They, I don't know. I feel yeah. like if one of my close ones had this kind of thing happen to them... You wouldn't leave I, them. I wouldn't yeah. leave the fucking hospital until they're taken I felt a bit funny about that as well. Yeah, but then I odd. thought... Um, originally, I thought it was her mum that left her there. Then yeah. I was like, what kind of mum leaves their, their daughter that... It's like, oh, she's your problem now. Bye. Yeah, to the hospital and walks off. But apparently it was a friend and a friend's mum. So maybe they didn't uh, feel right. the necessary... They didn't think that they had to yeah, stay. Maybe they thought they did their bit. Oh, who knows? Like, or maybe she's difficult. Yeah. Do you know, um, maybe they were just like, well, we've done our yeah. bit. This is this is off our hands, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and uh, um, I, thought, and I just thought it was her, you know, her family. And yeah, that's yikes. what I thought as well. But even so, like no. friends, friends are as important as family oh, yeah, too. I, I, there's a lot of things I do for my friends. I wouldn't even do for my family. That's true. Do you know, that's like, very true. <laughs> yeah. So if um, if somebody had seen her in hospital, I think the things would have been different. But you can't predict these things anyway. But I mean, now, you know, also hindsight is always twenty twenty. Exactly. It's so easy. To it's say, just the last sort of like video of her alive was at the hospital. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's a shame. Now, about three months after uh, Rory's torso was found, so towards the end of the year we're talking now, a plumber was called to check the pipes at number 19 Macmillan Drive. This plumber's name was Sean Farnden. It, this property also is in the same area. It's in um, Osha. From the from the outside, it looks like a house, uh, but it's actually apartments. There was like three yeah. different... So there was a basement apartment, main main yeah, apartment, yeah. and one, one floor up. In each floor, it was rented out separately. They were having plumbing problems for a minute now, like for a few days now. And, you know, some plumbing issues can get real smelly and real bad. The tenant in the basement didn't really want to call the plumber, but the plum- problem was happening coming from his... Uh, well, you know, he was ranting and he didn't own the place. He's <laughs> like, mate, I'm sorry, but sometimes plunger just won't do. You just have to get the professionals <laughs> you in. You kind of have to, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, so he he tried. He tried snaking the drain and he did a couple of other stuff, but it was no good. The smell from the pipes were getting really bad and things from the pipe were backing into, like, the people upstairs um, bathtubs. No. So things were, like, coming through, which is just gross. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, because you know it's not going to be pretty um, stuff coming out. No. From- On the other hand, I... Oh, side story. Um, so I own this flat and we've got neighbours downstairs. And all of a sudden they started crying that, oh my God, the pipes are backing up, backing up. And I was like, motherfucker, so I have to pay for this now because we live in a building where, you know, kind of like... Yeah. So it was like, great. And then apparently the guy came in and he was like, oh yeah, it's just um, toilet wipes or like makeup wipes. And I was like, motherfuckers. Which one of you was doing that? Seriously. And I had to pay like 200 quid for it. Just like, you know, on top, like with everyone else. I was so upset. So all of you had to chip in because one yeah, idiot because, like, well, didn't realise that you were supposed to. It's just us and the guys downstairs. Okay. And obviously we shared the piping and like, everything. Yeah. So basically the way we've got it is leasehold. We have yeah. to go half and half whatever yeah. happens. So she paid for the roof when the roof went. Guys, don't buy fucking property. Seriously. <laughs> Just there's don't. more it's more headache than people it's really so imagine it's so much easier to just rent you, yeah, you, you just hold the landlord and you out of it the only problem is if you have like a shitty landlord but outside of that yeah. it's, 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 there's so much stress when it comes to property Seriously. owning that people of our generation don't understand they're so desperate to buy yeah because we can never buy yeah exactly <laughs> so but, so um, there's a but, lot yeah to I was do. just so upset and I was like so basically moral of the story don't throw anything but toilet paper down fucking I'm surprised people are even doing the wipes that we know Mate, by now it's been like a decade of, where they told us don't do it women I've heard of that chuck tampons in there. It's like, are you insane? In the old flat that we used to live in down the road, like it was good 
don't know, 10 years yeah. ago, probably. People used to flush like pampers nappies down That's the toilet. And I was like, how do you even manage that? It's insanity. So, you know, just, yeah, I'm not, honestly, I know it's probably not, not what's going to be found in those pipes. No, it wasn't. Anyhow, the uh, the pipes were acting up. The smell was acting up. The things were coming out of people's, um, you know, bathtubs and stuff. So the people upstairs, they in the main floor, they decided that they're going to call the plumbers and have somebody look at this. So on the 29th of December, 2017, the plumber that we spoke, uh, Sean, had arrived at the property and he, you know, he gets busy. He tries to unblock the bathroom, but no luck. It doesn't, it seems like the problem's coming from the basement. So he goes oh, over no. there. I, I never like it when problems come from the basement. Yeah, it just sounds horrible, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. So uh, he goes over there, and since, um, you know, that's where the problem is, uh, the tenant let him in. When the plumber got inside the basement apartment, he noticed a really horrible smell. I don't know. Like, if a plumber tells you there's a horrible exactly. smell, how horrible can it be? Exactly. When a plumber <laughs> tells you that something is smells pretty bad, then it's it bad. must be real bad. Because they have smelled everything. Yeah. Right? So he was, you know, the smell was a big issue for him. He was like, whoa, that's real something. He also, <laughs> also the tenant, like, removed the toilet. What? And, yeah, so uh, I think while he was trying to fix the plumbing or whatever he was doing, he removed the toilet. So so there's just a hole There was the just a hole there, basically. Oh, my God. And, uh, um, and it made the smell worse. Yeah, it's an open sewage. Yes, they, Jesus. They, exactly. So it was just stronger and it smelled worse and he really couldn't do anything about it. So he went back upstairs to drain the kitchen sink to see if that might help uh, solve the blockage. Now, he did, it, he did notice that the guy in the basement was pacing back and forth and a little bit anxious. Mate, to be honest, I would be as well if I, I was trying to fix my sewage problems by removing the toilet bowl and then, yeah, Because you just look like an idiot to a plumber, isn't Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd be like, I'm so embarrassed right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the, so he, he, so anyway, he goes back upstairs three, four hours later. He pulls something from the drain that, um, to him felt like a flesh-like substance to use his words. Yeah. He called his boss and the boss was like, bro, um, call the police. Somebody has to come check that out. So then the plumber, after speaking to his boss, calls the police, right? And then explains what he was doing at the property. And, um, yeah. And by the way, it was like one of the nicest, um, police phone calls I've ever, like the, the rumor about Canadians. Aww. Like, I think so. Cause he was so polite on the phone and like, they like, truly are. Yeah. He was like, hi, how are you? That's how he, how he started. <laughs> 911. <the> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. And yes. Yeah, so is it 911 in Canada? I think so. I'm not sure, but I think it is. Hmm. Yeah. I'm not sure though. We'll have um, to Google that. Yeah. It's 999 for the UK, for yeah. those that are listening. Yeah. Like Europe, I think. Well, it's 112. Europe, yeah, 112 and other parts I think 112 would work in the UK. But well. you know, yeah, apparently if you dial three numbers anyway, it goes to the police officer. Really? Unless it's like a, a, like a 101, which is the hospital and things like that. 111 is the other one. Yeah, so That's those will take you to, the, the, okay. to those lines. But outside of that, apparently, I don't know, I've never tried this, but my mate said like, if you dial like, in a, like three random numbers, if, unless it's linked to like, a telephone company or to some hospital it goes to directly to the police or the emergency I'm service. not going to lie to you that sounds like bullshit I, I kind of want to check it out but <laughs> I, I don't want to call much. the emergency no. line and get it telling off I'm so sorry um, yeah but dial <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so he calls them up. He tells them what he's been doing. He's like, I'm at this property. I've been here for a few hours. I'm like trying to unblock. I'm trying to snake this uh, uh, pipe. He tells them about how he, you know, he pulled back about 10 to 15 pounds of what looked like flesh or meat. 
10 to 15 miles is quite a lot. That is a lot. Yes. And then um, he waits for the officers to arrive. He he goes outside. And when they arrive, he was holding a plastic bag with everything he pulled out from the drain. To show oh my god, officer. bless him. He had like, this is the evidence. Yeah, like, I think he knew. I think the, the plumber kind of realized, okay, this looks. This isn't normal plumbing. He didn't want to say it, but I think he kind of fl- figured out that this is flesh. Jesus like, this must Christ. be human flesh, yeah. Now, the officers, like, they, they had a look, and one of the pieces that were pulled out was 14 inches long. Jesus. Yeah. So uh, God knows what part of, I don't know. Oh my God. Oh, I'm not, I'm yeah. not feeling good. <laughs> and then, so the officers, they, they then, they, uh, they called for a backup immediately because I personally would not want to go in with oh, just, no. I would like to go with a team after something like Especially that. Especially if like you're some rando rookie off the street, you're like, no, I need some yeah, expertise here. I don't some know backup. what's going on. When you see a bag full of flesh shown at you, I don't think you want to go in that room alone. So more officers arrived. They go into the basement. The tenant was called Adam Strong, Adam Jeffrey Strong. And they ask him, what have you been flushing down in the drains? And um, he replies straight away, goes, you got me. Oh. Yeah. And the gig's up. Uh, Oh. And he says he was attempting to dispose of the remains through the plumbing. What a great fucking idea. It's not like, you know... And I mean, was, yeah, Dennis Nilsson comes to mind. That worked well, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, he says that he can find the rest of her body in the freezer if they want. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and he's like, she's pretty uh, defleshed, though. And yeah, sure enough, they go check out the freezer and they found the certain remains of what looked like body parts. Oh, my God. Yes. So now the torso of the victim that we found, Rory Hache, she had a tattoo um, with the word alive written on her neck okay uh, but anyway they so they knew about this tattoo and they found a human head in the freezer with the tattoo so almost you know in- instantly the detectives realized that the victim that was found in this place is most probably the same victim from the torso from the That's river a pretty good guess I yes think, yeah. um and uh, and it was her so it turned out it was her now they had found uh, rory's blood everywhere they found it on his bed on the floors on the ceiling Jesus. And they also found his semen on her body. Mm-hmm. So there's quite a lot of uh, you know DNA and uh, and a lot of things to back up that these that she was definitely in his property and based on the amount of blood and everything it was most and the fact that her body parts were in there that's probably where everything I think took place. um I think professionals will call this situation up you're fucked bro. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I mean, he he basically put his hands up immediately and said, yeah, you got me anyway. So I think even he clocked on that he doesn't have much of a chance here. Well, for a stupid person like that, yeah. He's yeah. Just, he'd be a good observation there. Well done. Adam Strong was arrested and charged with indecent interference with a dead body and was taken into questioning. He's a man in his 40s. I believe he was about 45 when at uh, the time of his arrest. Oh, I was expecting someone younger. I don't know why. No. And he was overweight and he was real filthy, mate. <laughs> like, okay, so his basement apartment was covered in probably years of rubbish. Ugh. Gross piles of garbage everywhere, all over the place. It was hard to look at. He moved into the apartment apparently 14 years ago. And I promise you, he probably didn't even clean it once. That's how it looked. 
Oh, he's no. just one of those guys Ugh. that just uh, listen i'm a messy person i have to be honest but i'm not dirty or filthy like i've got i put my things here and there it's an organized mess yes but it's not filth exactly yeah. and then once a week or whenever i can uh, like usually once a week i do the t- big tidy up and i yeah. put everything in its uh, uh, like original place my mom tells me off to this day about like my bad habit of never putting things back where i'm supposed <laughs> to because then i'm running around looking for it anyway that's one bad thing and i'm messy that way <laughs> i leave things here and there I'm so sorry, that's probably why you're always fucking late. Yeah, because like, I'm looking for my car keys. They were here two weeks ago. I don't know where they went. Yes. <laughs> I'm not the best, guys, when it comes to timing or organization. We forgive you. Yes. You're, you're... I don't understand how I still have friends. Like, that's how bad I am. You're lucky you're cute. Yes. Honestly. <laughs> honestly, honestly, you guys are so forgiving. But, um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so like, it was really difficult to look. It was so, super gross. It, you know, the guy didn't clean up. He had a plate full of like cigarette buds and just like, not even an ashtray, like just a plate. Oh, that is rank. Yeah. And I and used then, to smoke. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. I think uh, you have to, you meant to throw them away for the sake of the house. Well, that the, literally stick like, Smoking stench, stinks yeah. anyway, but Jesus Christ, having a like it's like a hedgehog in a full of yeah. plate of fags. And then yeah. he literally does not throw it. And most of the stuff he was eating was like, you know, uh, un- it looked like takeaways and so, un- uh, oh unhealthy snacks. All the rubbish was all over the place. There wasn't even a, a place to walk. Um, really? Was it yeah. that bad? Just all over the shop. Imagine like moving in somewhere and 14, 14 years later, you find a takeaway container from the day you moved in. <laughs> Maybe. God knows what they'll find when they uh, when they cleaned it up. It's rank. Yeah. It's like a proper hoarder situation there. But hoarders keep like important stuff or things that they don't want to throw away. So they have, yeah, I don't know. Um, whereas this guy didn't look like a hoarder to me. I I, I really analyze. I tried to analyze. He just looked prick. like a dirty pig. That's yeah. what it was. He okay. just didn't clean up after himself. He was really into collecting knives. He posts like photos with them. Oh, and again, knife people. Yeah, oh and uh, and some other weapons as well. Actually, the la- his landlady. Um, there was a small video clip I saw of his landlady. This was a few years back, I think, before um, the police entered. She had some, they had an issue actually, him and, and, late, and the landlady, and she had gone into his apartment and they videoed it and she was like crying because she couldn't oh. believe the state that the place was in. Oh my god. Yeah, like, um, videoing the entire apartment. It's quite small. It's like a one bed, like, it wasn't even this, uh, one bed. I think it's like a studio flat, really. I mean, basement apartments. Yeah. Where they are, aren't they? Uh, but it was just plain filthy, and she was just, like, crying while talking about the state of the, oh. the place. Yeah. Couldn't she evict him? Jesus. I'm not sure what happened, but he has no criminal record. Like, this is the first time that, that he actually came into the police radar. Like, he's oh. never been arrested, never had any kind of um, interaction with the police. No misdemeanor. No, nothing. Yeah. Okay. But it's always weird, but yeah, no, I don't know. Let's, let's wait and see. Uh, the, uh, he worked a couple of different types of jobs. He was a security guard on movie sets, but he was fired a couple of times. And he also worked in a gas station and he also had a boat that he took out quite regularly. He liked to go into the into the lake and chill out and stuff, I guess. I suppose it wasn't a superboat. It was just like nice. A yeah, kayak I, I think he, he liked to do like scuba diving or something like that. So okay. he had those those kind of things. But yeah, anyway, they were scratching. So they were searching his apartment, right? And they found an explosive device in the midst of the rub. Like it must have taken the police, and it did take them a long time to tidy up and go through his stuff because there was just rubbish everywhere. But as they were like clearing out his uh, his apartment, they found a they found an explosive device that was kept in a black bag. What? So that then what? had to like 
they had to halt the inves- investigation. Well, yeah, you have to provo- probably evacuate the whole thing until someone works out if it's dangerous. Or exactly, not. they had the, they had, they got the neighbors. They cleared the neighboring houses and uh, they bought in a robot. They sent that inside and dealt with the situation. It turned out to be a pipe bomb. <gasps> yes, he had a pipe bomb in the middle of his rubble. Oh my god, speak of health and safety regulations. Jesus Christ. I'm surprised he didn't trip over his own rubbish and uh, blow the whole thing literally, out. Literally, I'm surprised he hasn't done it himself. But anyway. Seriously. Oh my god. Now, Do you know Sorry, yeah. but um, I sometimes forget that we've got robots for these things these yeah, days. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really cool. I, That's um, awesome. Yeah, um, because it really does. It's a, such a crazy situation to yeah. be in, isn't it? Like to, to go and, uh, and defuse a bomb. Even like send it. This wild. I'm, just, I'm remembering there was this documentary it's somewhere in Africa, I believe, or maybe Asia. Well, probably Asia. These they train rats to look for landmines, and they are so good because they are very trainable. They're really smart, and their nose is obviously much better than ours. And they literally and they are too light to set up their mines, so they literally train them to go, and then they can remove them safely. No, 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 no. We go. You're kidding me. It's amazing. Yeah. So how do they spot these and not it's get just blown off? It's smell, through smell. So they train the rats somehow. It's not like our regular fucking London rats. Yeah. I think it's like a specific... I believe it's Asia. I think maybe Vietnam or something like that. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, obviously landmines, yikes, and they're still hidden. So you, it's very likely that, you know, in a field somewhere, you it's possible you will get blown up. But they send the rats. So it's amazing. It's so amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. But yeah, the yeah. robots, oh my God, that's, that's wild that we can actually... We are so smart and so stupid as a human species in general. Yeah, we it's really, insane. yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> we Sorry. can go both ways, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so um, so they, they defused the bomb and then they carried on, went back to their searching. Now, if you want to watch a police interrogation that will infuriate you, this is the one to watch. Oh, no. Who's this guy this is an absolute knob, I swear. <laughs> I couldn't... I just couldn't take it. He's so... Darcy, you swear so rarely. He really must have gotten you going. Yeah, it was just unbelievable. And I don't think throughout this like story I was looking into, they don't mention him having any kind of mental health or any kind of like issues with, you know, I think he's just an absolute dick. Really? Like I just, I think he's a, he just does not give a, he's definitely some kind of sociopath or psychopath, yeah. something there, but there wasn't anything like, you know, ser- there was no diagnosis of any serious mental health. He's just a knob. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, professionally diagnosed by Darcy. Yes. He's just a knob. <laughs> so now, so the police were like, okay, so while I'm watching this interrogation, right, the police were like, okay, you're pretty calm, you know, under these circumstances. Uh, I'm a little concerned about how calm you are. And to that, Adam Strong's reply is like, "There's no, um, there's no way of getting around the that I chopped up, uh, chopped her up. There's no way. I understand that." Okay. Okay. I mean, all right. Literally, he's just all casual. All the answers were super casual. No, you know, stress. Nothing. Just like he's answering random questions at a quiz. Like it was so basic and straightforward. He okay. Then and the police were like. We weren't wondering about uh, whether you chopped her up or not. And he was like, well, it's obvious that I did it. And the police were, and then the police would say stuff like, oh, um, if it wasn't for the plumbing, you know, that, that aided in, and he finished off the sentence and he goes, my capture? Yeah. I know. Or Mr. Attitude. Literally, but like, it's just the casualness um, of the whole situation. Why is he trying to me. act like he's smarter than the cops when it's literally the truth? 
it's the opposite. Yeah, and then so yeah, so and I, honestly, I don't know how the police detective that was interviewing he must have gone home stressed after that because he was really holding it together. But you can like there, you know, there were just certain moments where you can really hear the gritted um, mm. teeth and like you could really feel the frustration. <laughs> it's like I want to punch this literally prick in the face. And then so he's like, yeah, my capture, yeah, you know, um, I was sitting down in my basement after the plumber left, and I was like. Am I going to get out of this? I don't know. Should I leave now? <laughs> and the police were like, yo, um, you clearly said, and I disposed of her. To which he, uh, Strong says, yes, tried to, but unfortunately was foiled by inadequate plumbing. That's, and that's a freaking shame. Are you, bro is literally going to be like, oh yeah, it's because of like, horrible plumbing that we've got yeah. in this building that I couldn't get the job done properly. Are you for real? And at this point, the detective, he sighed heavy. Like, I you could really imagine. feel it. Like, I think he wanted to get up and just dock him in the face. Yeah. But he just... And then after the police kind of had a heavy sigh, he was like, no, for me, for me. Unfortunate for me. I was like, what do Bro, you... I honestly... Is this... Does he... he is he all right? <laughs> You'd think. That's what I was like. like. This can't be, but he's just hes just one of those. No, he just, yeah. He's just one of those. I can see that I've met a few people in my life like that. Yeah. that I just like, they are so arrogant. There yeah. is like literally this weird kind of, no. they live on a different planet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, he did admit to the fact that he did these things, as you can see in this. I mean, uh, yeah. yeah. And uh, but the but he wasn't very uh, like he didn't give them too much information or details. Mm. Um, so when questioned about the actual murder and how it happened, he mentions that it was all done in one evening. Uh, but he doesn't really give a breakdown when asked. He was like, "Oh, I don't really quite remember. Sorry, it wasn't that important." Like those were the kind of answers. <laughs> it he wasn't was that like, important, was it? Dismembering a a woman? No, yeah. it's not. No, it's not. You know, my priority for the week. No. Whatever. Another crazy part of the interview is when he wants to like he wants to eat. He's hungry after like a couple hours. Oh, diddums. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he gives them this huge order, babe. Oh, listen, okay. He's like, yeah. So oh, they're like, no. yeah. What What do you want? And he's like, Wendy's triple, which I think is a burger. Like sounds a like a big burger. Yeah, yeah, Wendy's triple, no pickles, iced tea, <laughs> no ice. Motherfucker, what? The audacity. Like, not only are you going getting all this food, but you're going to be so picky about what you're I getting. Know. Like, no way. Then he's Jesus. like, two of their value spice chicken wraps and a grilled chicken Caesar salad. Bro. I'm surprised he didn't ask for like, a portion a of tiramisu or something. What is yeah. the salad for? He doesn't sound like a salad guy. With all this food, babe, maybe a little salad just to help it wash it down. Help maybe. digest, yeah. Okay. And then he ends it by going, is that outrageous? Yes, yes, it fucking is. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you are the audacity, like just. Yeah, this is what I mean. He's like, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Sound and I think like... the police kind of go along with it because they were trying to, at they this point, try and to, get yeah. information out of him. Of course, and yeah. also there is like you know civil rights and everything. Like you have to look after people. You can't treat them wrong. Yeah, not but... fucking triple Wendy's and a salad and yes. I see no ice. Get yeah. fucked. No, but no, I understand because they have to like kind of play nice. But if you ask me, that throughout the whole interview, I'd say the most like concentrated and active he was was when he was given his order. Oh gosh! And then when the food got there, he was like all like excited about it, and like he made these noises that you know when you when we get excited when we see food, of course, yeah. So he made those silly noises, and then he was like you know questioning about the sources, like is there ranch, is there this, and I'm like, mate, you are in prison. 
you're in the middle of an interview. Yeah, no, that's true. But he's in jail, technically. He's been arrested. You're getting interviewed for a serious murder. Yeah. And you're just worried about sauce for your food. Wow. Oh my food God. would be the last thing on my mind in that 100%. situation. It won't even go down I my don't throat. I could eat. No. Do you know what I'm saying? I'll be too flipping nervous yeah. to think about um, something wow. like that. Oh, he's Yeah, he sounds really nice and jolly. Great. Yeah, that's a crazy <laughs> thing. He actually gave me this, you know, the nonchalant behavior, the mm. way he talked. He, he came across as like a semi-jolly psychopath. Does that make sense? <laughs> that's a vibe I got. Like yeah. He could play Father Christmas if he wanted to. He had the shape and stuff for it and the, and the silliness. But God, I hope he never did. No. But um, no. it's it just like the attitude is all off. Even that's what confused the detectives. No, because it's, it's all even... Off. I don't know, it's so odd. Because this early into investigation, they are literally just speaking to him now. Yeah. And he's so relaxed. It's so odd. Yeah. It's like he knew that if it happens, it happens kind of thing. Like he was ready. Yeah, I don't still. Know. Even knows? if you know yeah. it happens, it happens. Jesus yeah. Christ, you wouldn't be that... I don't know. Well... Do you know what? Yeah, at least the bit where he's like, oh, I don't know. When I was thinking, when the plumber left, I was thinking, should I leave? Like, mate, if you are a killer... You, naturally, the first thing you want to do when the police, when you you know, you, you, is to run, right? He leave. didn't even attempt. That's how lazy he is. He didn't even yeah. attempt to leave. Oh no, he couldn't be bothered because he, he just didn't, couldn't be bothered. He didn't have enough Wendy's in the morning, so he just didn't have the energy, babe. Mm. <laughs> yes, and then so after all this food stuff, he was like to the police officer. Strong, Strong says, um, "I don't know how appropriate this is, but I'd like you to pass on to her mother and her father my condolences." What the fuck is wrong with him? Like like he was a neighbour or something. The first court hearing, he laughs, like laughs his ass out for some weird reason. We don't know why. And wow. then um, many times after that, he just wasn't interested in paying attention to his court hearings. Many times he'd not even show up. He'd refuse to show up and stuff. I fucking he just wasn't hate taking that it seriously. when they don't yeah. have to go into court. I, that, I feel like you. it should be, no, like, unless like, you are it's dying. It's not a fucking decision to make. Yeah. Is it the most recent one was Lucy Ledby, wasn't it? She was oh, like, yes. I'm not turning up. It's yeah, like, and it's like, no, bitch, no, we're yeah. going to get your ass in there because you deserve to hear what you've been sentenced to. Do you know we and, used to behead people? <laughs> like that committed murder I'm just saying like all uh, much yeah. much less crimes than murder I'm just saying like all you have to do is go to the court hearing for a murder so for heinous crimes like yeah. the Lucy let me one is you know she she took a hell of, yes exactly Horrendous. so how dare you have the audacity to sit there and say you won't show up I know like oh, it's so so annoying and same with this prick like yeah, you exactly. so you can't be bothered to like listen to you know all the counts against you and what you're going to be sentenced to honestly <sighs> And then, yes, so then on July of, like, 2018, so we're talking about seven months after he was arrested and they went into the house, the police were still going through his apartment. So think about that. And I know that it does take a long time for, for police to, for an investigation. Shit. They have to go for everything, I Yes, um, but also the fact that his apartment was like that, probably why they took so oh, long. yeah. Because um, they can't just, that's what I'm saying, if you're a holder, they yeah. just, like, pop it in a bag and check it to, like, you know, trash. Yeah. But because, like, it's a murder, they a have filthy. to probably go through yeah, every single thing. Yeah, he probably had to go through every single thing. And think about the amount of DNA samples they have to grab. Because they're trying to, this guy is not telling them the timeline of what how things yeah. happen. So it's the police's responsibility to try and figure out oh, in what order things happen. So they had to take, it was a lot of detailed work on yeah. their on can't their imagine behalf. how much yeah. money it cost as well to it go must through have, all of that yeah 100% at this point the police are still going through his stuff and they go through his apartment and they find a second DNA belonging to a different woman uh oh yes it belonged to another young girl called Candice Fitzpatrick she was 19 
at the time she went missing, and she was last seen 10 years ago <gasps> in 2008. She was reported missing in 2010, that was two years after, but last seen in 2008. She was also from the same area, Osha, and um, they were both similar victims. They were both young, both kind of homeless or homeless at one point, both had drug problems, and they maybe have done sex work as well. No. So, you know, just, you know, unfortunately, the easy targets, that, that that's what they say these are, yeah. young people, vulnerable people, you know, no place to go, no money. It's, um, and especially when they have a drug issue, it, it's... It's um, a kind of transient lifestyle. It's unfortunately, you know, the predators go for that first, don't they? Yeah. And it's really sad, like with the, with the... Um, Roy um, Pasha, they kind of almost, uh, her guardian and some other family members almost instantly reported her missing. They try and think they made some attempts to try and find her. Yeah. And um, But with this girl, it's so sad to think that she was missing for two years before, before somebody... Yeah, I think it was her mother that reported her. It's really sad um, to think that some, somebody so young she yeah. was 18 or 19 when she went missing. Oh. So um, the fact that they'd wait around. But then also, I had a business, um, you know about this, babe. A lot mm. of like users were coming in and visiting and um, drug users would tell, and they would tell me stories and we were talking about certain things. And they mentioned to me, because um, a similar conversation we were having about how the family of a girl that wasn't, um, that was missing, hadn't done anything about it, hadn't reported it and stuff. And we were talking about it. And then these guys were telling me, the people that, you know, that were using the, you know, addicted to crack and stuff that were basically homeless or living, spending most of their time on the streets, they were telling me how, like, what it is is that family members and friends, they do, like, persistently try to help you, but then something might happen, or like a fight, or, like, they just get to a point where it's, like, yeah. too much for them. And also, it's emotional for them to watch you like this. Yeah. So sometimes they're watching you, they're trying to help you out, but then seeing you constantly, like, you know, as you take more and more drugs, your your face, your body gives in, you start looking worse, and those things really affect family members and friends. So then they sort of, like, come to a point where they, like, they, they stop the contact. So it's not meant to be, like, you know, you can't say, all I'm trying to say is it doesn't mean that she wasn't loved or they no, didn't no, no, care about no. her it could have just been that they everyone also has their own problems as well um, it's, a, it's a pretty standard story like you know yeah. with, with young people who you know they just yeah. kind of live that unfortunately when you're addicted to drug you live kind of on the streets yeah your family might be there for you but they are not going to like you know you yeah. go off the rails yes for months at a time sometimes exactly and so they're not going to be concerned yeah you know, so they, they probably know there's not much to do i also read somewhere else that the, the family did orig officially originally go i don't know how true this is but it says that in certain uh, articles it said the family did attempt in 2008 when she went missing to report her as a missing person but the police were based on her background and the fact that she was a drug user that is they, also very likely yeah. yeah so that could have happened as well but it's a shame yeah. because i feel like it might to be helped. honest, it doesn't sound like they would have done anything about yeah, it back then anyway. That's true. Also, you know, it was a while back. It was 10 years between these yeah. two different uh, incidences or almost 10 years. So it's a, it's a big, big, big um, time difference. Now, after the, the new charges were, you know, up in court of the second victim and, uh, uh, it, you know, they're in a court hearing. They're talking about this. His lawyer, Strong, uh, Adam Strong's lawyer, um, was like, Let's talk about this. And uh, he and to that, Adam St uh, Strong responded, I was up all night. I want to go to bed. It's been a rough day. And he just didn't feel like it. Excuse me? Are you fucking serious? I can't say that to my boss, let alone say that to the judge in court. Like... All right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna go into it now. I can't be bothered. Actually, it's not. It's not my day. First of all, if it's I, my if, mental health day. 
<laughs> if I had to be his lawyer, I'd be so fuming. I know. I don't think he was an easy uh, client to work no. with. But this, like, mate, there's another, there's another DNA of a different person, most likely another victim, mm. which we all believe it is. You have to answer these questions, yeah. whether you like it or not. You have to. Yeah, like, like why the, was she there? The, Who is what she? What a big baby, she? right? What a big baby. The I, oh I want to go God. to bed. Who says that to a lawyer and a court based on a murder and situation? Bed, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, your job kept you busy today. No, it didn't because you're in prison. Just fucking sit up and tell us the story. <laughs> exactly. What are you talking about? Exactly. Anyway, he was charged with two counts of first degree murder. <gasps> Two. Yes, because one for the first victim that they definitely know because her body was found, uh, Rory Hasha, and the second one is for um, they assumed because of the fact that there was her de- her blood in the in the in his house and yeah, the fact that I was gonna say she was bit, missing. It's not much it's to a go bit with, shaky, yeah, yeah. But they still charged him with two first counts. Do you reckon uh, it's because he was a dick and they were like, yeah, he's a dick? Possibly. <laughs> probably, <laughs> and they probably just knew that yeah. you know. It just, I mean, it's very likely. It's probably it, him. Yeah. But. Now, he pleaded not guilty, even oh. though everything that happened in the interview... Motherfucker, uh, you've got her remains in your freezer. What do you mean not guilty? You're guilty you of really? something, mate. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You can play any games you like. Yeah. You can say there was another man in the room. Yeah, you can sure. say whatever you like, but... Any any tall tale you want you to You try to get rid of her remains, you know, through your plumbing. Yeah. So you've got no, no yeah. leg to stand on here. But anyway... Innocent he, people don't do that, but... Exactly. I don't know. Now, what do I know? So he pleaded not guilty... Also, during the inter- interrogation, he told the police that, oh, this is gonna, this is gonna really. <laughs> am I gonna, am I, am I about to get angry? Do I need to it's pour just, myself a glass of it's wine? It's unbelievable. You might have to. Now, <laughs> during the interrogation, he told the police that he spoke to his lawyer. He asked his lawyer, but his lawyer was against it, saying, no, 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 we're not going uh, uh, down this route. But he still wanted to talk to the police about it. But he was like, my lawyer said no, but I was, I wanted to ask you that if I spill the beans, his words would that help with me being as comfortable as i can in jail <gasps> motherfucking no. like an allowance or internet access or like expo or like a five-year tv something like that are you for real yes well, what a prick well not anymore since like they offered to you know talk to you they wanted you to come to court and you couldn't be bothered and now you no, want... this was in the interrogation like right on the beginning early stages babe oh so it only took him a few months to kind of go Mm, maybe if I tell them stuff, they might, you know, not... Like, I think from the beginning, he thought to himself, uh, maybe if I, uh, like, uh, he wanted to bargain with the information. How crazy is that? Well, lots of them do that, unfortunately. Yeah, honestly. Oh, my God. And there is, like, zero, absolute zero... You know, yeah. remorse from him. It's yeah, just all about him. The him, police him, him. asked him his that. His fucking Wendy's. His yeah, you know, privileges doesn't give a fuck about. What he's when like. the police asked him, it doesn't like. Hopefully, over time, you know, you build a bit of remorse. You <laughs> you realize what you're doing or what you have done, and yeah. you you know try and if it is true that he did kill the second victim and all of that, uh, the well, originally the, the first, first victim, one, yeah. um, then he could help by telling them where to find her, things like that. So they're like, hopefully, you get some remorse. You can help some people rest easy. Yeah. If you tell us what happened and all these other th- information that's missing, and he's like, "Yeah, I got no remorse. So I don't. I'm not. So I'm sorry. I don't feel anything." Was his response to that? Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So um, yeah. So uh, you know, the, just the fact that he even asked for internet access and an allowance. It's like, yo, you're not. It's a, he's like a child. Literally, his behavior yeah. and his way of communication. It's is like, like mum, if I wash the dishes, child. can I have like extra half yeah. an hour on the Xbox? Are you for real? 
No, um, police really. I think the police was too baffled. So fed up. I think the detective was too baffled to even say anything. (laughs) He just sat there, and then, um, and then this guy's like, "I know I won't get a uh, get out of free jail, but you know, I want to be as comfortable as I can in jail, man." It's like, what the hell is? What do you think is going on here? Wow, I literally, I don't know what to say to that. So you know. I don't think they agreed to anything. I think they just sent him to jail. I don't think they negotiated any kind of I'm deal glad. with this man. Now, Fuck the Adam show. This ain't it. No, Not exactly. Ever. So the um, trial happened in 2020, so a couple of years later. Ooh. And um, he still, you know, pleaded not guilty. Reasons being in- inadmissible. What, but, what do you mean inadmissible? What's uh, inadmissible? The remains in your freezer? Like what? Like, exactly. And the remains down your toilet? Sounds pretty admissible to me. I think but, so. But, uh, you know, they have to try what they can, I guess, in it as yeah. lawyers for his defence. But um, during the, the trial, five women were took the stands, five separate women. And I think one or two of them were his ex-girlfriends, but they were all victims of sexual abuse by Adam. Um, apparently, he had a pulley a contraption. That he used to, he would use to bind and uh, restrain the women, and then he would sexually assault them when they couldn't like go anywhere. Oh my god! Yeah, and one of his ex girlfriends was like, she was, she talked about how she was very small, um, like she weighed very little, and he was very aggressive with her. Would like and he's throw a big around. guy. He's a big yeah. guy. Just to think about what the girls might have gone through <laughs> is kind of sad. Like, they, again, we don't actually know anything that happened while they were there. So the, they never found the body of the first one either, did they? Okay, so, all right, so later we're getting, on. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> Uh, not sure how the women died. That's the problem because even after the, you know, they arrested him and everything, they he didn't come clean. Rory um, Hashar, she had a couple of like head wounds, so mm. possibly she had some kind of thing. But still, there's no there's no way to tell when she died. There was no way to tell, um, you know, what kind of assault she went through. It was really like it was a, and he just didn't give any details. He just wouldn't give any details. They believe the prosecutors believe that they were killed during sexual assault or that they were held for some time, which is the problem. It could be that how he, could they even know that? That's the that's the issue. Mm. So it could be that she was taken in the first night. She might have gone willingly, thinking he was going to help. She might have been kidnapped. We don't know. But when she got to the place, it might have happened on that same night. She might have been held for a little while and then, which is just so sad to think the kind yeah. of like and and in that horrible place. Not not that it's nice to be kidnapped and held anywhere, <laughs> but I'm just saying in that disgusting filth the poor girl like to have to see that um and live in that disgusting space with this disgusting human being who's just by the way gross and i I, I feel like i can god knows what he did and how long i can imagine his what he looks like in my head i can see him like in front of my eyes kind of thing yeah the the most typical sort of like yeah what what we expect from that kind of person yeah absolutely so adam uh, strong's phone Pinned by the harbour a week after Rory um, Hasher's uh, went missing. Right. So we're assuming, and then a week after that, she was her torso was found in the river. So it could. So they, there's a, the prosecutors think maybe she was kidnapped and she was held for maybe around a week, and then he disposed of. He killed her and disposed of her torso. Maybe killed her earlier, kept her kept body her around. Who knows? Yeah. We just don't know. But um, the set, the latter, the thinking of that she was kept there well, for a week is quite sad. I, I really, yeah. you know, I, I'd hate to think that she had to go through that kind of abuse. And even the fir- the first victim, it'd be sad to think that they had to go through that. But we just won't know because he just won't say anything. When the the defense say that everything was consensual. 
and that she had died of an overdose, most likely. And he panicked, which is why he chopped her up. That that was their defense yeah, of why the, mm-hmm. uh, you know why okay. he, uh, why he did what he did to the body. Oh, stop it! Behave yourselves. Yes. <laughs> and then when it came to Candice uh, Fitzpatrick. Uh, well, her blood, well, that could have been anything was their answer to that. There was only a little bit of blood. There was nothing else. There's no body, no other proof that they even knew each other or met each other or spent time with each other. Because that's so, fair enough. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. they were like, you can't really say anything with just that. So there's absolutely no proof that she died with him or even if she is dead, because at this point she's still a missing yeah. person. Now, uh, he was found guilty first degree murder for uh, Rory Hashar. And guilty for manslaughter for Candice Fitzpatrick. So I think the first degree murder is quite obvious because the body's there, everything's yeah. there. That's oh, fine. this is a no-brainer to me. Yeah, the absolutely. second, um, the manslaughter charge, I think it's because they just knew based on who he was and what he did, if there was that lady's blood. Like, I don't think they ever, I don't think any woman really with her own, like, willingly would go hang out with this guy. I just don't think so. No, he yeah. doesn't sound like the kind of charming no, he type, does he? Like he had this weird Facebook post. I can't remember word to word what he wrote, but he like had a picture of handcuffs, like hanging somewhere on a rail or something. And he's like, "Oh, the only cuffs you'll find here," or some crap. Like it was just creepy. It just it just made me oh, go, "Oh my god, yeah. cringe, bro! You are not Christian Grey." No, and apparently he might. He in another picture there was a dog leash or something like that. He doesn't have pets, so oh, BDSM yeah. kind of vibe. Kind of, okay. But it's just like no, mate. <laughs> Well, has he has he heard that BDSM is all about consent and all of that? No, he didn't get that memo, did he? No. Okay. Okay, so he got 25 years and 18 years, but apparently it's con- um, currently served. So, mm, you know, okay. people weren't too happy about that. And Canada so, is a bit forgiving, isn't it? They, so. they do seem to be a little bit more forgiving than some yeah. other parts of the world, I'd say, yeah. The issue is, the big question is, is were those the only two? That's what I'm thinking, because 10 years apart is a very long gap. I'm not liking those odds at all. I think for me, when I first, when I got to the bit where, you know, second DNA was found, this girl was also missing. Seems like the same sort of situation, yeah. same type of victim. Most likely he had something to do with it. Um, I thought there's no way somebody like him could yeah. sit for 10 years and not do any. I, I know there are some serial killers and murderers yeah. out there that can go long periods without doing it, but I don't think he's that kind of man. And like you said earlier, like, you know, Rory, normally people don't start with dismembering bodies. Yeah, that's like true. The first one doesn't normally end like no. this, does it? It's a bit more yeah awkward. And I don't know, it's just, it doesn't seem like... This is definitely, she's definitely not the first one, but how many in between were there? Exactly. I don't know. I'm not, uh, I don't know. I mean, even the police uh, were, uh, you know, they, they had some. I mean, they probably knew straight away, like, oh, this motherfucker has much more going on than I think they think. believe that, yeah. yeah. And they had asked people at the time, um, you know, if you know anyone that went missing, yeah. uh, similar victim, similar age group. Or, or just anybody from this particular area, especially because that seems to be because uh, Candice uh, Fitzpatrick was also from same area. So if you know anyone that's missing or vulnerable, you know, during the last decade or so, just let us know. We'll look into it. Um, so far, it doesn't seem like anything else has come. He has not admitted to anything else. However, in 2021, like about a year after his uh, trial, yeah. he did confess to where Candice was buried. And uh, I think they did find her remains. Did they? Yeah. So that's um, that was good for her family. Oh, so they did give him the fucking Xbox in the end. <laughs> I'm not sure. It didn't. They didn't say that. Maybe he thought. Maybe he thought. Oh, let me negotiate again. 
for something else. So basically, it only took him a year to get bored in prison. He was like, okay. Or he will was, you give or, me- or maybe there's apparently hell's angels are everywhere, including in prison. So you know, know. if you're going to mess with one of their 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 members' niece. Yeah, that's God knows. Thing. I don't think prison time was great for him. If that's know. the case, I, I don't, don't know. I don't know if Hell's Angels are, you know, they're obviously still a thing, but I don't know if they're as um, vicious as they used no, to be. No, but the people, like, when I was reading into it, they were like, oh, Hell's Angels niece, duh, this guy is definitely done for. That's what people were saying. So I was like, maybe, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, something. It, and it was a heinous thing he did. Like, it wasn't like he, you know, got into a fight with his girlfriend and slapped her across her face thing, or something. No. Not that that's okay, but I'm just no. saying. <laughs> like, it wasn't a little thing. It was a very big thing what this guy did. Like, kidnapping, oh, yeah. clearly some kind of rape as well, and then murder and dismembering a, a young girl. So, yeah. there's a lot of people that are going to be annoyed and mad and, and frustrated. Yep. Yeah, 100%. Yep. But yes, so this is the story. Uh, I just want to go back to one little thing, guys. But seriously, the pipe bomb, like, does that not creep you out? Like, that bomb story. And they no one really spoke about it or talked about it. Or, you know, the slip, it was just like a little there. thing about it that people were saying or I was reading into. There wasn't really that much information on it, but I thought that was just crazy. Why the fuck did he have that? Um, they can do some serious damage, like, really, yeah. if properly built and stuff. They can really do some serious damage. Jesus Christ. Well, this guy is just, uh, you know, a gift that keeps on giving. That's yeah. all I can say. What was his plan with the bomb? Like, I don't know. Did he even know he had it? Did, was it his plan to say, you know, or maybe, maybe he, he built just forgot it, like, that he's got it. Yeah, seven, eight years ago for yeah. banter, and he's totally forgot it. It's just. Oh my god, it was part pure of the rubbish. Luck that yeah. nothing blew up. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Honestly, he sounds like no. such a lovely gem. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Yeah, it's just oh, incredibly sad. Another one where yeah. you know it was people down on their luck anyway, being targeted. Yeah, high risk victims. That's bricks. what they say, right? Yeah, yeah. high risk victims. It's a shame, and it's a shame that I also understand from the police point of view as well. A lot of people that are in that similar situation do sort of, you know, they go. They f off. Yeah. They go do their own thing. They yeah, don't, yeah. you know, they move out of town. They don't tell anyone. So I can understand why it doesn't make sense. But at the same time, uh, it sh- is. It, I wish there was a better way at looking after these kind of people and helping yeah. them out because um, maybe it would have been if this last murder could have been prevented if. Uh, also, if some of the the other women that was but then I don't want to say this, but if uh, if more people had come out, maybe about his character and he had a bit of a, uh, oh, I'm knows? sure he was quite well known in that kind of community. Anyway, I'm sure he must yeah. have been going out harassing these women, I think paying so, them yeah. for sex, and probably doing some dodgy shit. Yeah, that chances are again moved away. Don't want to forget, yeah. forget about it. They don't want to. And can you, you know. blame them? No. You, and and also, who, what what actions do people take? There's hardly any action that's taken. <laughs> that's another thing. Something serious has to happen in order for yeah. for some sort of action to take place. Because when you think about it, a woman yeah. like that coming to the police and I'm like, all right, oh, this guy was acting off with me. Then the police come and be like, well, you we'll get off the streets then. Yeah, what are you doing? The, exactly. Yeah. There you go. What can they do? What can you do? Exactly. It's, it's, it's one of those hard sad. ones. Yeah, it really is. It's incredibly sad. But thank you yeah. for sharing it with us today and do you have a fun hopefully fact to you know end on a brighter note maybe i know it's not always brighter but at least you know i'm gonna try <laughs> guys honestly i'm gonna try and actually find some fun facts yeah i don't know why i call it fun facts it's never fun facts <laughs> but no, i'm gonna try facts. and find something a little bit more light-hearted to end the um, yeah. our podcast with no, i love the time i'm gonna look, with... look out for that i love but... the time is horrible stuff we talk about so well yes. every episode is horrible stuff so it'd be nice to you know and an light to know. Okay, so in the 70s, there was a serial killer who was known for raping and killing women. He went on a dating show and the women ended up choosing him 
But luckily, she cancelled the date just before. You can find the video on YouTube. It's really creepy. Rodney Alcala. Yes, it? there you go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's insane. She had this horrible kind of gut feeling. She was like, I am not going yeah. to have a fucking Guys, listen guy. to your gut. Always. Honestly. Always. The amount of times that my gut has saved me from some serious stuff. Mm. Listen to it. When it tells you, even if you don't feel like, it, you know, you want to do something. You try to be rational. Yeah, don't just, listen just to go for it. Just go Always. home. Close the door, lock the door behind you, stay indoors. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen to your gut, and we'll speak to you again next week. Bye. Thank you. Wait, before you go, we would love to hear some feedback. So if you could leave us a review or drop us an email at podofterror@gmail.com or find us on any social media at Pod of Terror, we would love to hear from you guys. Bye.